0: hello everyone and welcome to galactic basics a star wars tabletop role-playing game setting primer i'm todd Moonbounce here with jawa how are you doing today sir
1: good how are you
0: doing todd doing well thank you uh excited for episode two uh so last uh last episode we we kind of gave a overview of the themes in star wars and uh you know ideas you can use to to just help with that aspect of your campaign um, but as we said with this series, we want—we really want to provide a, a basic foundation for any DMs out there um, when they go to choose their era, uh, when they start creating their story and whatnot. That uh, you know they don't have to go down the, the uh, rabbit hole and the spiral that is all the content out there, because you know as we know, there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, so today uh, we're getting—we chose the Old Republic era uh, to go over first. We're gonna have a few few videos on that specifically with different topics, um, and today we're gonna look at the timeline. So basically, uh, just go through that calendar, look at the major events, the major uh, eras within that uh, overarching era of the Old Republic, and uh, hopefully this provides you with some ideas on um, you know areas where. There's not a lot of content out there, so it's kind of a free-for-all for you as a DM to, to do what you want. And then also, when there is events, how you can utilize those to help you guide your own campaign. Uh, things like that. So, um, you know, we know that uh, basically there's there's a pre-Republic era as we, you know, get into this. Uh, basically, dawn of time for Star Wars, uh, up to about 25,000 BBY. Um, and... Uh, You know, there's there's not a ton of uh, information there, um, or at least uh, content for a campaign. Uh, Java, tell us a little bit about the pre-republic era, and you know if there's any use to that, or what's important for that as we set this up.
1: Yeah. So, as you said, this is really there isn't really much content there for a campaign. Um, But I figured it was worth mentioning because it's sort of the era where you have all those, you know, your ancient precursor civilizations, uh, most notable being the Rakata, who were uh essentially you know an ancient empire evil of course (laughs) that conquered a lot of the galaxy eventually fell um there was also you know these beings called celestials they're star wars is closest equivalent to like gods that kind of like crafted the universe uh and things like the jedi sort of being founded uh in their earliest incarnations about like thirty-six thousand years before uh the movies uh there's some other things uh there's a conqueror known as zim the despot who carves out a huge empire massive war with the huts and while these are not necessarily basis for a campaign you could totally use these later uh like the rakata especially are well known from the kotor game you know they have ancient super weapons and powers uh there's another one called the qua who have like hyper gates teleport across the galaxy instantly um or even say zim the Despot. you could have like a long-lost descendant of him seeking to reclaim his fallen empire um stuff like that and yeah it, it kind of nothing really occurs and this kind of you know goes on really, till about 12,000 uh, years BBY, where in 20, 25,053 BBY, the Republic is founded, and this is sort of the official beginning of the Old Republic. Uh, but again, not much happened. It's about 13,000 years, uh, lots of drives for colonization and expansion. There's the first schism in the Jedi Order, uh, Caused by Dark Jedi, and lots of internal and external conflicts within the Republic. Um, so this is sort of just a the the groundwork for the era.
0: Yeah, just kind of a an empty, you know, uh, building phase, if you will. Um, but uh, you know, there is there is um, you know not necessarily great for uh, you know that Star Wars. Uh, feel of a campaign but certainly still an era that you could utilize that right
1: yeah totally um you know it this is sort of an era where as you said it's not very star Warsy. you know there's no sith i'm don't even know if there's lightsabers at this point but it, it's going to be more akin to like say uh a medieval fantasy but in space if anything
0: Nice, yeah. And that um you know I think that's maybe a good transition kinda into this next uh period here. Uh still a little bit with this pre you know core uh time of, of the old republic, but the uh Pius Dia era, uh which is around twelve thousand Bby to uh eleven thousand uh BBY, if I'm doing um the numbers correct there, going backwards with the timeline. But uh you know basically this you know, um this group or this religious body known as uh Pious Dia, uh who, who came and took control of the Republic uh and, and took over and, and there was just these crusades and whatnot. Um you know, reading through this, this is actually you know, again, not necessarily traditional Star Wars feel, but uh definitely a lot of opportunity for, for a cool campaign.
1: Yeah, so essentially as he said, a religious body takes over the Republic, turns it very xenophobic, uh, and then they initiate a series of crusades that last about a thousand years, uh, particularly against any outlying uh, alien cultures or species. And it's very much like a recession for the Republic's, you know, very inclusive and, you know, generally just, again, yeah, inclusive is the best word very inclusive culture and there's over 34 crusades that we know about that take place so there's a lot of content uh and I, a lot of it is left vague so you can use it and it, it's it's especially great more for like running like a medieval uh campaign sort of uh like it, it's heavily inspired by the real world uh medieval crusades you know with like the templars and all that kind of stuff and even though it's it's sort of not Star Wars, as you might think of it, it could be really cool for sort of getting that unique and flavorful campaign in a universe that otherwise is a bit more focused and, you know, a bit more advanced, I suppose. Um, but eventually, of course, this ends and uh, the Republic is sort of reformed back into itself, which sort of leads, Um, into an era of reconstruction, which is about 11,000 BBY to about 7,000. And again, it kind of goes back to that, like nothing really happening. And it's basically just reconstruction and more expansion.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, again, touch it, going back uh, to the Pius Dia era era as well, and and just uh, tying in with our last episode of you know, look into these other areas of influence for your campaign. You know, you mentioned the the medieval era and whatnot. So, you know, if you're a DM out there that maybe just is really a fan of that or knows that well, I mean, this is where, you know, there is some references uh, within the Star Wars lore that you could go to and and see how those things line up. So, yeah, I think that's that's hopefully the point we definitely get across overall is... um, you know, some of these eras will be better than others just because of what they offer, but uh, certainly you can kind of take anything and, and run with it. So yeah, so we get past the reconstruction there and we really, you know, I think we start getting into the meat and potatoes here. Uh, so after the reconstruction era, which is, uh, you, as you said, up to um, about 7,000 BBY, we get to the uh, Mandaron period. Uh, and this runs um, 7,000 to 5,000 BBY and, uh, you know, probably, you know, going to be, the most perceived uh, true old Republic era uh, that that most people would be familiar with. Um, so tell us, you know, I know there's a couple main events in here that are pretty significant, but tell us about uh, as we get into this period here.
1: Yeah. So as, as Todd said, this is sort of like the birth of the old Republic as most of us imagine it from uh, the KOTOR games and uh, the MMO and all that stuff. Um, and it's sort of, The Sith are born in this period. There's massive wars between them and the Jedi. Uh, The Mandalorians are essentially created for first time and kind of don their iconic armor, uh, as well as a bunch of very more eldritch, strange, exotic aliens and anomalies occurring. Um, But the two main events is one the Hundred Year Darkness, which is uh, at seven thousand BBY. Essentially, there is uh a schism in the Jedi Order, um, which is, which leads into the, this Hundred Year War, uh, where these Dark Jedi create monstrous armies to battle the Jedi and the Republic, and they, they do lose the war, but they afterwards are essentially exiled and discover Korriban, which is known as the home of the Sith, and they found the Sith there. And then sort of, Jumping ahead 2,000 years, this event isn't really one which you could really do anything with, um, but it is sort of an important note as it does impact the next uh, few eras, and it is the birth of a Sith pureblood named Tenebrae in 5,103 BBY. He essentially, as a 10-year-old kid, goes on to kill his father, who is a Sith Lord named Dramoth, conquers his home world all by himself and then three years later he is uh, officially recognized as a sith by uh, marco ragnos who at this time is the current dark lord of the sith and he gets the title of lord bishop and so again like the previous eras this isn't necessarily super ripe with content uh, for a campaign at the very least um but if you did want to do this there's obviously the hundred year darkness which whether you set it maybe closer to the beginning of the conflict or towards the end there's definitely something you can do um obviously it's it's a hundred years so you know spanning that amount of time in a campaign is a bit hard but one idea could maybe be uh either having some long-lived characters or maybe starting out as like some you know weaker padawans or whatever at the beginning and then over the course of the campaign maybe you switch characters and by the end you're playing some really cool uh jedi masters or even sith if you want to go that route
0: yeah lots of opportunities there then i think that's that's a good one in this era at least to focus on and as he said uh you know find some species that have that long life and maybe you were a child at the start of it and then you grow in you know and then you pick your starting point um or you know, as you said, do different characters, maybe it's a generational thing, and you know like uh your your grandfather fought in the beginning of it and and whatever and so um but yeah, definitely a significant uh time period here or or events here that kind of lay things out a little bit going forward, so that leads us into um you know the next section is the uh the post mandarin period, which is five thousand to four thousand b b y um and you know probably the first of, of the most well-known events for the Old Republic, uh, that being the Great Hyperspace War.
1: Yeah, so the Great Hyperspace War it is a, a, a short one-year war that sparks after death of Marco Ragnos. It essentially causes a civil war within the Sith, uh, resulting in one named Naga Sadow becoming the new Dark Lord. And then a short while later, some Republic hyperspace scouts, you know, just exploring, trying to find new paths. They accidentally discover Korriban and the Sith, and Sadow essentially pricks his own people into believing that this is the precursor for the Republic invading them and coming to destroy them, and he uses that to unite them and launch um, essentially the first full-scale galactic war between the Republic and the Sith, which is... very iconic to the older public era. it happens quite often um, and, and frankly, covering this war would be almost impossible it's a It's a one year time span, but so much happens in it um, you know, just like the Clone Wars is only like two years, I think, but there's hundreds of hours of content between books, movies t v shows yeah um but this war essentially culminates in the Sith losing. Uh, as Sadow goes into exile and hiding and the Republic begin like purging the Sith uh, <laughs> to every extent they are whether they're civilians or actual Sith they're just killing them all it's probably one of the darkest things the Republic does um, and in the wake of that previously mentioned Vitiate from the last era he essentially calls any of the Sith that are surviving to his home world of Nathama, And he binds them to his will and conducts this powerful ritual of Sith magic known as the Ritual of Nathama. And it essentially strips the entire planet and everyone on it of the Force. It kills everyone except for vishit He is made essentially immortal and just unbelievably powerful. Uh, and from there, he kind of tricks anyone surviving into believing that the Republic did that. And he takes these survivors, they go out into deep space, and he begins uh, a lengthy exodus leading into him founding his own hidden Sith Empire, uh, which comes into play I think about 1,300 years later, so quite quite a long time that he spends doing this. And other than that, really, there are a couple more minor events, including Nagasadal and another Schism in the Jedi Order, but they're they're very minor, and, you know, if you are interested, I encourage you looking into them, but they're not, you know, big enough to really get into.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I think uh, lots here, though, otherwise, and like you said, I, you know, I've seen lots of people use uh, use the Clone Wars for their campaign, uh, and certainly, you know, an era that will likely cover down the road. But uh, just as an example, um, as you said, there's so much here during this period as well that uh, if you want to utilize uh, that for your campaign, you know, dig into that and, and see what's out there. And, and that creates a lot of good framework and then you kind of make your own, uh, you know, situations and whatnot there. So um you know, and moving on, though, uh, we get into the, uh, you know, starting at about 4,000 BBY. Uh, just short here, it's about 50 years to 3950 as uh, the old Sith Wars. And, um, you know, probably most of us are familiar with this, and this is uh, where the Knights of the Old Republic game takes place in that story. Uh, so tell us how, or tell us about this and, and how to utilize that.
1: Yeah, so this era has more going on than just that, but obviously, you know, the KOTOR games very much drown out most of the older public because they're, they're wonderful and they have amazing stories. Um, but before that is an event known as the Krath Holy Crusade. It's sort of uh, a small Sith-based cult or a dark side cult takes over a planet deep within the core worlds and they launch this crusade against um, the Republic. They eventually almost bring you know, Coruscant, the Capital Republic, to defeat, uh, but are betrayed by a Jedi who had fallen in the conflict named Ulic Queldroma, And it's, this is also the first time that we ever see the Mandalorians involved on a galactic scale. Um, They are sort of brought into this war as allies for the craft. And this war has, again, quite a bit going on. Um, Too much to delve into, but it, it does... Uh, include a number of notable characters. Again, there's Ulic Queldroma. He's quite well-known to the Old Republic. There's also Mandalore the Indomitable. Indomitable, sort of the first true Mandalorian warlord. And probably the most well-known character in this era would be Exar Kun, who is often one of the most talked-about Sith Lords from the Old Republic, um, a- among many others, of course. and. There is also other things going on, such as a a, a freedom nad uprising it's known as, and it's tied to Naga Sadao. So it's like th- this whole like sort of 5,000 year period is very intertwined. Um, but eventually following that uh, comes Mandalore the Ultimate, who succeeds uh, Mandalore the Indomitable, who died at the end of the last crusade I just mentioned. Uh, He's influenced by uh, Vitiate agents out in, you know, wherever they're hiding, into waging the Mandalorian Wars using his uh, Mandalorian Neo-Crusaders. This is one of the more famous wars in Star Wars because it's the direct precursor to the first KOTOR game, and in turn, eventually the second. Uh, This is where Revan uh, claims and dons his iconic mask. which he takes from a Mandalorian. He leads tons of rogue Jedi and the, uh, the Republic military into the war. And he ultimately becomes a legend in the galaxy when he kills Mandalore, the ultimate in one-on-one combat. And he brings the Republic to victory. And then after this war, it it leads into the first KOTOR game, sort of jumping ahead a bit. Sorry. Uh, First, Revan and his apprentice, Malak, they seek out the Sith Emperor, um, but they're turned to the dark side, as we know. They manage to break free of the Emperor's control, but they've already discovered the Starforge, which is an ancient Rakadin superweapon, which essentially just builds infinite fleets of ships. Uh, they create their own Sith Empire and begin Jedi Civil War, and with that, the events of the first KOTOR game. I'm not going to delve into that much Um, or the following uh, Jedi purge, which is following Revan's redemption uh, and sort of a group of Sith warlords loyal to them purging the Jedi, because those are, those are all outlined in the games and there's just so many resources uh, from YouTube to wikis to books. There's even uh, the old Star Wars D twenty from Wizards of the Coast. They made a Kotor setting guide, which outlines a lot of the stuff we've talked about today. And so, yeah, you could do so much here, you know. Uh, yeah, lots like of good, the,
0: lots of resources out there for sure for this period.
1: Yeah, like I think you, Todd, right? You're in a campaign right now. Yeah. Somewhere in this period.
0: Yeah, so we're doing one. Uh, so it's our it's uh, the Hunted campaign that uh, Tegan uh, you know, who is on the podcast with me, he does, um, he's a DM of that and, uh, it's set in between the Kotor games one and two. So he's picked that area, that, uh, time period. And, um, you know, it's still something, it's still a very new era to me. So, you know, I couldn't tell you where things are lining up or whatnot. <laughs> I know, uh, so I, I guess I can say that, um, I've looked into it enough that, you know, my character, uh, Jedi Guardian, he was with the Revenkists and um You know when they split off to go to you know whatever the Sith Empire or whatever they call themselves, uh, my character you know didn't go along with them, um, was against that. So that's kind of his story and figuring that out. So, um, but yeah, it's I I think it'll be a cool cool era to use and and you know just as a personal example there too is that you know whether you are the DM or whatever, even even if you're a player, uh, we hope you know these videos also help players out there. Is is that you know like myself. You know, at first, I was like, man, I don't know anything about this era, and you know I took the time and looked into it, and you know it helped create this backstory and and um, you know that's it's been a lot of fun now learning all this information about it and and then bringing that into my my character and and things like that so yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and actually, sort of what you said with your character and the the Reventists, uh one of the ideas I had was you know you could run a campaign that lasts most of these events it could start with the mandalorian wars you know maybe you're jedi or warriors in it and then you're you're following revan and you're loyal and then eventually that war's over and then the jedi civil war begins and revans now the enemy you know that's a lot of inner conflict and a lot yeah. of players and dms could do and again even if that ends you can lead that into the jedi getting purged and if you're a jedi you know that's that's a <laughs> pretty big deal so there's so much you could do with it and that's you know just one example of endless really
0: yeah absolutely lots of opportunity there and again you know we're not it, it would it would take multiple videos probably to go over all that stuff so hopefully we're just laying a good uh, groundwork for you guys out there uh as you get to your campaign um anything else on that period uh, before we jump ahead jawa
1: no i think that's uh <laughs> at least for the
0: for, for now know, yeah the- yeah yeah okay so yeah so moving on um so you know around 3950 uh to about 2000 bby this is going to be um you know following events of uh the second kotor game uh and and we have the inter sith wars uh that begin and we might have touched on it a little bit uh kind of talking about previous but um you know tell us what's going on here in this this era
1: yeah so at at this point this sort of begins right after kotor 2 Uh, ends, and essentially Revan and Mitra Surik, who is uh, the protagonist in Kotor 2, they essentially venture out to find the Sith Emperor. Revan's recollecting his memories, and they're going out to try and find and defeat him. It it doesn't work out. Uh, Spoilers. (laughs) She dies, and Revan is captured. But this sort of leads into... The era truly beginning around three hundred years after this uh when this sith emperor he essentially has you know over thirteen hundred years built up a massive massive hidden empire uh and all military focused and he launches an invasion in thirty six eighty one b b y uh which is starts with them reclaiming Korriban after. You know, 1300 years, and they just launch a devastating onslaught. It's very much uh, akin to like the Blitzkrieg in uh, the Second World War. But this war doesn't go as well for them. Things go wrong, and it essentially results in three decades of war. Uh, and it turns into a bit of a stalemate towards the end. Uh, and it only ends when the Sith manage to trick some Jedi and Republic leaders who are very desperate at this point into meeting for a peace deal on uh, a well-known planet which at this point is neutral, known as Alderaan um during this peace talk, the Sith send a massive fleet to Coruscant and they essentially just ravage the planet destroy the Jedi Temple and force a surrender and this ends this 30 year conflict known as the Great Galactic War it leads uh into the cold war beginning from the event known as the Treaty of Coruscant, and this is sort of an 11 year period which is very much based on the real world cold war. Uh, it's essentially only a ceasefire of open hostilities, but there's still tons of subterfuge, assassination, and like proxy conflicts. You know, like Republican Sith are warring, but they're doing it through you know minor organizations or planets. Um, and this eventually ends and leads into what is known as the galactic war in 3643 bby and sort of that's where the events of uh the swotor uh the old republic mmo begins and and just that you know i i summarize that as much as i can but this is a truly massive era and frankly it's even much larger than all the kotor eras and that has like five or six events, whereas this only really has three. Uh, And it's because, you know, the MMO has so much content and tie-in novels and comics and like 500 paid encyclopedias. Um, But it it essentially can be broken down into those three events. Uh, The Great Galactic War, the Cold War, the Galactic War. And yeah, it's just, there is so much going on here, and I personally love it. I think this is one of, if not the best eras to run a Star Wars campaign. If you want, you know, the option to do whatever, um, despite, yeah, despite
0: all the established content and whatever, you know, they're still just so expansive that you still can, you know, pretty much do, you know, whatever you want. Right.
1: Yeah. Like I, I personally have run three campaigns in this era. All of my Star Wars campaigns have been in this. The first one, they were basically, you know, just a motley crew who end up meeting in a cantina, very A New Hope-like. Then they end up crash landing on a planet known as Ord Mantel. And this is a one of those planets embroiled in those proxy conflicts I mentioned. Essentially, the Republic's backing the official government, and secretly, the Sith are backing like a separatist movement, a uh, rebellion. And so, you know, I sort of played out uh, a bit of this... Civil War, and the players were all involved in that, and then right when they've kind of mostly dealt with it and are about to leave the planet, I had you know, them sort of hear noises and whatnot, and looking up in the sky, there was just essentially a fleet of Star Destroyers there and uh, it was a really cool moment, but you know, that, as a matter of fact, never exists in the lore yeah. um, but getting caught up in what does exist can really hinder you, and Nothing said it didn't exist, and even if it did, you know it was a cool moment that you can change. Um,
0: yeah, I think that's you know that's hopefully that's the goal here. And in, in um, you know, I think when you're going to plan your campaign, whatever era you're using, uh, you know, utilize. I think utilize up like pick a start date on your campaign and utilize everything up to that point, you know, and then and then know that from there, you know, whatever happens happens. Use the events that in the you know in the in the lore um use those events that do happen as a guideline uh to help influence like you know in yours you know the reason that you had that fleet show up is because of these other things going on you know but but you that also didn't actually happen and again it influenced you know that that decision and that storyline whatever so you know that's uh that's hopefully the biggest takeaway for everyone is is uh when they're looking up and researching this information
1: yeah and as he said you know creative liberties are very important to take um but you know and and as i said that's just one example you know that was a very more like classic star wars adventure whereas i later ran a bounty hunter campaign in this era after the second war began the players could not have cared less about the war going on it was just right. a backdrop but to them it was like hey war profiteering that's more money for us and then now the current game i'm running is more a, a bit back to that band of misfits but it's set only 5 months after this treaty is signed so you know the galaxy's known war for 28 years nothing else and i i don't think any of my characters were born before that so they've literally only known war and so a huge focus is them sort of adjusting to the galaxy and and the galaxy itself adjusting to a post-war period. And so, you know, you know, there's, there's so much you can do here. And especially in that sort of cold war period, regardless of where you set it, you can, you can really do anything. And it's, it's a wonderful era. If you want that, as opposed to more focused stuff, like say the clone wars or the Mm -hmm. original trilogy, like those are very, Focused, you know. If you yep. pick rebels, you know you're on the, the run. Whereas this is just whatever you want. Yeah,
0: right. I I think the the key word you said there that I love is is the backdrop. You know, in in your second campaign is, is you have these things going on. You utilize this information in the era of saying, all right, this is what's going on in the world. Use as much or as little as you want, but that is the backdrop of the story. Throw your characters into it if you want. Um, but yeah, I think that's the perfect way to kind of, to mention that. So, yeah. So um you know without uh, kind of beating that era to death here uh <laughs> you know there's there's maybe one little chunk left here uh to touch on and it's kind of leading up into you know where where the old republic you know maybe ends or whatever whether there's a true official end of it but um you know it's about 3600 to 1000 BBY uh that wraps things up uh you know most of us would probably know um about darth bane and, and his story and, and where that comes from and then we get into the rule of two uh and uh you know i think you meant, mentioned jawa in one of the movies it does uh, you know someone mentions about uh thousand years uh since the sith or whatever mm-hmm. you know like that so that's kind of yeah so anything else to touch on with this you know kind of closing period of the old republic
1: yeah i mean uh Todd mostly summed it up. There is still stuff going on. And even in 3630, the MMO is still progressing as it is like it's, I think that's the current year it's in. But um, sort of looking over all of it. Th- this era is much smaller. And it's, it's frankly, the end of the Old Republic, as most of us will imagine it, as he said, you know, it's, it's more like getting into the movie era. So there is, uh, I forget what the Called off top of my head, but it involves the planet Ruusan and essentially big final war between the Jedi and Sith, lasting a few years, and it results in the Sith basically not existing anymore, and the galaxy thinks they're gone. Mm-hmm. So that that's a very uh, nuanced uh, topic uh, dealing with like the Bane trilogy and whatnot. And I, I felt that it, it kind of gets away from the core of the Old Republic. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's I it's definitely an event to to be aware of um you know it's it's something that you know, when you're looking at the the time periods and whatnot you know at least at least hit the wiki page on you know on those events because you know if you want to split off and do whatever you know around that time period of course that's fine but know that that's a key event and things drastically change for the Sith and whatnot afterwards so that's you know, definitely uh, good to keep in mind Kind of leading up to that but um you know because then of course too if if you got players that want to be certain uh class types and things you know some of those things could affect that but yeah so i i think that's everything uh you know lots there in this in this time period as you said jawa there's uh you know i think the original intentions behind star wars 5e was was to be utilized in this uh time period uh, you know, of course, too, because you have all these different classes, so obviously, during the rise of the empire and rebellion era, you know you don't really have many known Jedi, so that's a challenge um and then whatever, so just whatever you're 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 going with so this this old republic era really is vast enough to allow you, and then we talked about the pockets of time where there might not be information that is perfect for you to just drop in and and do what you want, and you don't have to worry too much about stepping on toes of of lore and and things like that
1: yeah i agree completely and i I just wanted to put emphasis on what you said you know the pockets of time this uh, essentially everything we discussed today i i believe if you actually looked at the dates runs from about a hundred thousand bby to a thousand that's a long time yeah um (laughs) there is so much empty time and even just like in these eras you know themselves like even within the cold war uh, particularly you know hearkening back to that like I, i've done a lot of research into it and like between about it was like a seven year period like nothing happened at least nothing that's like written down like mm-hmm. it, all we know is like sith are you know doing their thing republic's doing their thing Jedi Era rebuilding but like th- there's no details on events and so you can pick these pockets of time and do completely wild things you've seen how many fallen empires and how many times the Sith rise and fall. Like you could totally pick a time period and just have your own Sith empire or whatever going on. It could easily
0: last a few years. It doesn't have to be extensive. So yeah, go, I know, I know kind of getting ready for this episode. I looked at, you know, the, the timeline that I think there's one on, on the Wikipedia and whatnot. And it's just, it's just a list. It's just, you know, and they've got so many entries and, um, <laughs> so yeah, you could go in there and say, all right, I want to look at this and, you know, always, always, uh, go to those, uh, resources and, and look that stuff up to, to kind of continue your research. And, but of course, you know, hopefully, as we said, the goal here is to give you a, a basic foundation of, uh, of the information. Uh, so you're not overwhelmed when you go to begin to do that research. Cause I know, you know, I've, I've done that myself and it's nice to have that laid out. So.
1: yeah it can be daunting but the timeline he mentioned you know it's it's an amazing resource and um something i think worth is mentioning you know each of these time periods that we mentioned and then there's there's tons more that we glossed over um you know you can click those and then those will open an even further yeah, extended expand, timeline yeah. just on that and then if you ever click on like say the link for the jedi civil war uh, a useful tip that i learned in my research is if you scroll all the way to the bottom you will see uh, two main things sorry uh one is sources and the others is appearances and that shows sources yeah, where information comes from and where it actually appears in um so so there's like that that's just like another uh rabbit hole to go down you know
0: yep i use that all the time so uh hard. you know in my campaigns cuz i'm running you know I'm running some modules right now and and I want to see where this stuff comes from and that's you know that that definitely leads me on on uh spinoff things here and there so definitely a good tip for sure so yeah but um so hopefully this episode on the timeline was helpful for you guys uh we're gonna keep going with the old public you know there's lots of stuff to cover here and and next up uh in a couple of weeks we're gonna look at uh, kind of the core factions the core groups of the old republic uh we'll focus in on that uh Star Wars: The Old Republic, like the MMO period, there, um, just for consistency. I mean, of course, these groups, uh, as Jawa has said throughout today's episode, that you know we've had a lot of that up and down with the the groups and the Sith, especially rise and fall. So things have changed. So we're going to just look at that SWTOR era specifically um, to give you a good idea. You know, looking at you know obviously the Jedi, the Sith, the Republic, the you know the Huts and and those things. So that if if you're placing a campaign in that era. Um, you know, you know the basics uh, of what factions and groups exist, and and then you're at least aware of them. That's I think the minimum is you're aware of them, and then you can utilize them if you need to. So that will be next time uh, on Galactic Basics. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, and uh, this is of course uh, you're watching this on YouTube. We will have this on our podcast uh, channel for those that like the audio version, uh, and we're doing this biweekly. Uh, of course. Uh, Look up all the Dungeon Jedi Masters content at DungeonJediMasters.com You can listen to our regular podcast. Uh, We have uh, stuff on Instagram we're posting. NPCs and uh, custom items and and plot hooks, things there. Uh, Of course, our Twitch channels where we do live plays. And then uh, if you'd like to support what we do, uh, help us keep that podcast up and other things like that. We do have our Patreon. uh, So check that out as well. Uh, Jawa, always a pleasure. Uh, This has been great uh, little new project for us so thank you again
1: yeah thank you for having me this has been uh, really fun to sort of dive back into all this nerdy lore stuff
0: absolutely it's fun it's it's fun for me too as someone who myself is is new to this uh a little bit this era so it's, it's been great but uh yeah so everyone uh thanks again for watching we'll see you next time may the force be with you
1: may the force be with you